I'm Chelsea. I'm Marquise. I'm Gina. We are CMG, and this is the CMG Podcast. another episode of the cmg podcast thank you for joining us today (laughs) thank you for joining us today this episode we are talking about mothers as we call them in baltimore we say that's my mother Mm -hmm. that's your mother Mm -hmm. where your mother at Anyway, we talk about Mother's and Mother's Day is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It so is, is right there. You yeah. could walk there. So you close. could walk. It's around the corner. And unfortunately, um, we're dealing with this coronavirus issue, this pandemic. Everybody's shook and um, things are being disrupted. So we're just going to talk about our Mother's Day plans, like our personal Mother's Day plans and talk about how it's important for us to really show, you know, some love to your mother. Let's talk about it. So, what are your plans for Mother's Mother's Day, Marquis? So, my mother is mother. My mother. Okay. The first time, then you can talk like how you talk. Well, my mother. She difficult sometimes. So when you know you have those parents, when you ask them like, "What you want for your birthday?" or "What you want mm. for something?" they be difficult and be like, "I don't want nothing. I don't mm. know. You don't gotta get me nothing." Mm-hmm. Normally she not like that, but <laughs> mm. this year, cause we stuck inside and Corona has like limited our movement and our plans. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I'm thinking about just like getting things done that she needs done, like washing her car. That's a good idea. Cutting these hedges, even though I don't want to. Cut them hedges. Maybe I haven't committed to that decision. (laughs) But (laughs) maybe it's a thought. Ideas. But she don't like want stuff, so I'm probably gonna do a little something and cook dinner. Oh, dinner. Maybe do a little skincare with her. Take it to the spa. Mm-hmm. From my house though, cause oh. you know, they go nowhere. In the mm-hmm. house. The, in the house, the, in the house spa. Up, mm-hmm. Upstairs. 
level two on the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bedroom on your right hand side. Mm-hmm. But no, that's probably it. Okay. Oh my gosh, you can set it up like a spa and put numbers on top of the doors and be like, we have room 227. Oh. I don't know, but it's the facial room, mm-hmm. it's the massage room. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, it's the tanning bin, but we don't tan. It's the payment section where you give me my money. <laughs> okay, sis? Where you run me my check. Give me my coupon, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. set it up real cute. We're all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Take her downstairs, um, get her comfortable. She don't get too hype. <laughs> And make a dinner and then serve it to her because it's the spa or whatever. Oh, that'd be nice. Watch a movie or something. Yes. That's that's love right there. Like, mm-hmm. that sounds like awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right? Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> and then you're creative enough that you can do that and make it real nice. And she going to make something. She making something. Make day. everything. <laughs> I don't Since you know what I'm going to do, what are you going to do? I ain't doing nothing. Wow. I don't know what to do. Okay, let's talk about it. What's what's a good idea? What would you usually do for your mother? Take her out to eat because we love food. Okay. Still do that. Everything closed. Go get to take out. Um, but because of coronavirus, we gotta, you know, alter plans. Mm-hmm. But still make it nice. So Chelsea was saying her mother likes to go out to eat. And I suggested that she could go to a restaurant, something, get takeout, mm-hmm. and take it somewhere, be it a house, a car, a park. You could take it somewhere. And y'all just spend that time doing what y'all like to do together. That would be nice. It would. Mm-hmm. If you need a recommendation of a good picnic area, I'll just let you know. Just let me know. Yeah. Okay. But for the purpose of the listeners, I'll just tell you anyway. But maybe uh, I don't want them to know where I'm going. Because what if they come to? Alright, well, I'm going to give you some options. That's cool. And then they like, who said we want to come? You right. Ooh, ooh. You right. My bad. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Sorry. That was weird. Um. <laughs> so, <clears throat> options of good picnic areas in Baltimore. Um, there's a garden. It's kind of nestled away in East Baltimore. Um, kind of by Union Memorial Hospital. It's called Sherwood Gardens. And it's surrounded by a bunch of beautiful big houses. Not owned by black people, but it's okay. Not yet. Mm-hmm. But... It's a nice neighborhood, nice and quiet. You hear the birds chirping, some dogs barking, children playing. But it's nice. It don't really feel like Baltimore, so it's a nice little getaway spot Mm. to go and, like, relax a little bit. So that might be a nice spot. Or, or, hear me out when I say this. This is in West Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And it's called... Druid Hill Park. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious, but like, <laughs> it's it's not the part that's under construction. It's not the part where it's like 
look nasty. Not where the trash is overflowing. Not by the basketball courts. It's by the light. I don't know street names yet. But the light that kind of take you towards Mondamin. Gwen's Falls. Um, yeah. Gwen's Falls. Ding, 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 ding. Gwen's Falls. That light right there is like right there. It's a little round white building. It's actually a garden. Mm. And I went there not too long ago with CJ. And it was closed because coronavirus. Um, but we need to get out the house. But it's like some planters with some flowers in them. Some beds, you know. Botanist Janice here. Hello. Um, there are some red and yellow tulips scattered about. Mm-hmm. And various daisies and other flowers. What other places? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> are you rushing me? Okay. Um, they don't want you to know. Nope, I'm lying because we have state parks. Hear me out. In Maryland, you're going to have to go outside of Baltimore City to go there. But um, maybe like a 30-minute drive, you can go to, I think it's called North Point Park. Mm -hmm. That's a park. It's water. Dirty water. Water. Watching water, be it dirty or not, (laughs) is pretty relaxing. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't smell it. As long as it's not hot and sticky. Mm -hmm. And the mercury don't penetrate. And the mercury. To get inside. And everything else. Oh, okay. It's nice to watch. Mm -hmm. Even You can even go down to the harbor. It make you feel a little, ooh, down there. Like, ooh, I got a little, ooh, you know? Mm -hmm. You know? Y'all don't feel like that down there? A little. It depends on what part of the harbor I'm at. Go to the nice part. Yeah, when I want to go to a nice part. When you see them houses. I don't want to be my best. Yes. So, do something. Get your food. Sorry, what you done? I was just going to say, I know I'm going to probably feel like I want to do more. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what more I could do aside from having a picnic somewhere, having the food somewhere. And then presenting her with a gift that I don't have. I'm going to finish her one gift from last year that I ain't never finished. Okay, that's good. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then I got to do something else, but I don't know what at all. I was just going to say that even though you would like to do more, and sometimes it happens to where you can't do more, mm-hmm. don't get bummed out about it because... If you do what you can do, she's going to see you doing what you can do. And she's going to appreciate it. And seeing her appreciate what you did for her might be the satisfaction you need. I don't know the right word, but it might be fulfilling or whatever you need to feel. To feel like I did enough. You know? I hear you. Okay. I know she's going to appreciate whatever I do, even if it's like a napkin that say Happy Mother's Day and give it to her. Mm-hmm. She would be appreciative of that. But I just know I'm going to want to do more. And then I just, I guess, be a goal for her birthday 
and Christmas and next year or possibly a just because thing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Janice? I kind of feel the same way Chelsea feels about like wanting to do more. That kind of hit because I always feel like I need to do more for my mother. And it's like what you said, Marquise, about your mother's difficult and she don't be trying to tell you what she wants. Yeah. That's my mother as well. And it is very frustrating when you're pretty busy or like like do, trying to do other things at mm-hmm. the same time and it's like all right so i know mother's day is coming up like i want to do something nice i want to get her something nice let me see what she wants mm-hmm. so she can just tell me i can order it <laughs> and it can be here the most difficult like <laughs> that's it that's all i want to know she's like oh i don't know spend your money on me like it's my money why not like I feel like my mother thinks that she doesn't deserve to be praised or appreciated and Mm -hmm. I'm just like you literally gave me life like Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because we don't we not even like super close but it's just like why would you think I wasn't gonna do nothing or she'd be shocked that I did something Oh, you gave me a napkin that say Happy Mother's Day, Janice. You remember Mother's Day? <laughs> yeah, up, like, my memory ain't that damn bad. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she act like everything is a... Oh my God. I'm just beside myself. I still I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Like, I know what I want to do. I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. But this year, I was like, well, I'm going to do something that we never do. Because usually, I'll go to her wherever she is. Or if she's with me, I'll, like, wake up. Hi, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and then, once I'm my full awakened, caffeinated self, I will... I thought we could do this today. Is that cool with you? Like, were you going to do anything else? Because you didn't think I was going to remember. So I was like, what What were you planning to do? And she'll tell me. She's like, oh, I ain't doing nothing, girl. Sitting here in the house, bored. Bored in the house. What they say? How, how they say it? In the house, bored. Yeah. She, I was like, okay. Well, maybe we could, like, go out, do this, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Everything's pretty much closed. So I was like, hmm. Yeah, we're not doing that. But my plans before that, before Corona, was to do something we never did. And I was going to, like, take her out, maybe get our nails done, figure out where CJ was going to go, or if he was going to sit still with my phone in the nail salon for an hour or two. <laughs> Probably <Yeah>. not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dang, what are we gonna do? We go out to eat, okay, boom. Walk around the harbor or something, okay, boom. We always did stuff that was like corona friendly. Mm. Like, we could still get food and we could still walk around the harbor. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I wanted to do something different, and that different was 
out at a restaurant or getting nails done or I don't know. Yeah. So now it's like back to the old drawing board. Yeah. Doing the same old thing. But you know, that's how you start tradition. So maybe our Mother's Day is a coronavirus Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just something that she liked. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Very simple and not complicated. Mm-hmm. But like you told Chelsea, the way you gotta look at it is that if even if you wanted to do the most, like it's cool that it's not a situation where like doing the most is something that you can do right now, which they know. Mm-hmm. They know that. My mother was just like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's Corona. You can't really go nowhere. You can't go out. You know, so they know that it's like stipulations. Cause even if you used to do like everything, like oh, it's a whole day extravaganza, like you can't do none of that right now. Mm-hmm. So it's the thought that counts, and whatever you do, they should, ap- <laughs> should appreciate. We can fight, cause <laughs> listen, it's like, it's like, it's like no plan, relax. Mm-hmm. Mothers be quick. They like what you what you say? You said Did you slam you though? Mm. No. But yeah, so um what's your relationship with your mother, Chelsea? Me and my mother. Mother, yes. <laughs> you remember it, sorry. That's just how I talk. No. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Me and my mama. Um, see, now you're going to be listening to a harder. <laughs> Annoying. I didn't know your Baltimore came out right there. I always say mother and father. I never I say know, mother. I know, but like, I didn't father. hear your accent till now. Like, that's weird. Alright, sorry. Go ahead. I know what you mean, though. Mm-hmm. Me and my mother's relationship. I would say it's a good one. When I was younger, I always felt like I could talk to her about things, but I already knew there were certain things I just needed to keep to myself, which is what I did. And then when I got older, I mean, it's like, oh, snap, you a woman now. You can talk to her about other things as well as the regular things, and you don't need to be fearful. Of whatever type of wrath you think is going to be displayed upon you. Um, but no, like, at this point in life, we pretty open with each other. I'm mostly transparent with her. And, like, vice versa. We are almost like the same person. We both love food. We both use the same facial expressions when we eat. In the same sounds <laughs> when we eat. <laughs> and it's like we so similar, but we so different in a lot of ways. I think we mesh well together. I just think it's wild how somebody raised you. And after a certain point, y'all get to talk to each other in a way that allows you to really get to know the other person. Mm-hmm. Because when I was younger, yeah, I saw my mother, this person, that when I come home, I'm going to have food. I'm going to have a house over my head. I'm going to roof over my head. I'm going to have clothes on my back. I'm going to have shoes on my feet. Like, 
anything I need, I know I'm going to go to my mother to get. And that's the mother that I knew. And mm-hmm. obviously, well, not obviously, but and the mother that is affectionate and lets me know that's okay to show my emotions and let me know that I'm resilient and things like that. That type of mother, that supportive type of mother. I knew that one. But then it's like when you get to the point where you can talk to them differently and get to know them differently, it's like, okay, not only do I know you as my mother, but I know you as a woman. Mm. And I know that you want to be more than a mother to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're more than a mother. You, you want to be a wife. Mm. You know, and a whole wife. Even if we don't have a relationship where I would feel comfortable with her talking to me about sexual experiences. I understand that she will have them now and things like that so it's like I got to know her in more ways than just a mother and it's almost like we friends but I wouldn't call her my friend mm-hmm. but <laughs> she's not one of don't you know, play with me she's not one of your little friends friend. right but I still feel like we passed some type of threshold where she just became more than a mother but I like I, I guess that's like the ultimate thing you could be is like a mother though, because like what's greater than being able to be friends with your mother? <laughs> like, okay, I'm done. Ooh, I'm done. Me and my mother cool. I love her. When you're talking about your mama, as you can see, it gets real. It can get emotional. I had to drop a few tears for the realest female ever. The realest woman ever. Yippee! (laughs) I couldn't have anticipated this type of emotion coming out of me during this episode. But it's like it hit though. Like, talking about my mama? That's Mm -hmm. personal. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Monkey's talking about your mama. (laughs) Shit to her. Okay. So, my relationship with my mom has always been good. Um, when I was younger, I don't, I don't know. People say, like, I think I was a daddy's girl, but I also low-key think I was my mother's child. <laughs> Very much so. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she was, like, a comforting person for me when I was younger. But both of my parents played that role. But we talked about her. So, she was, like, a comforting person. But she also was that she was that fire she was that put the foot down mm. she was that heat she got that heat i was like i don't want no smoke <laughs> i don't want no smoke i'm Not good mama. Nah. so i ain't really have we didn't have like a bunch of conflict or like i didn't get in a lot of trouble because you know when you have an older sibling mm-hmm. you learn where you can yep. where you can go and where you can't go thank you so i learned some things and so I didn't do a lot of things because I knew, you know, I watched somebody and saw the outcome. Yeah, um, shout out to Bo. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, B. <laughs> Good looking out. <laughs> but yeah, um, I feel like in teen, like once you become a teenager, like everything gets weird in your life period. But I feel like with your relationship with your mother, it can like be rocky during that time because you're trying to figure out who you are but also be respectful to this grown person that made mm-hmm. you but you're still also dealing with you know whatever feelings or emotions you're going through so i don't think teenhood was like super rocky but i know it was like i had attitudes and so there was more like 
conflict. Mm -hmm. But adulthood, because I'm grown and she grown, she, she still think I'm her baby. Like, she know I'm her baby, and I acknowledge that. Like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But she, she love me, and I love her. But I just feel like, Mom, relax. Mm -hmm. You can relax. But, yeah, so we have a good relationship. Um, I don't have much to tell, so, like, it'd be, like, open-ish, like, open-ish conversation. But, yeah. Well, we close, but we don't do that, like, cussing at your mother thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know when you reach that level of closeness. That's what's up for the people that do that when you cuss with your mother. You're like, yeah, so I told that bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, not with mine. Mm -mm. But we still close. Like, that's my homie. We play Uno together. Mm -hmm. We got jokes. She thinks she funny. Mm -hmm. I know I'm funny. So yeah, that's my role. I love her. That's my baby. Nice. So Janice, how was your relationship with your mom? My relationship with my mother is kind of complicated because I feel like she was the mother that I couldn't take everything to unless I really had to. So a lot of stuff that I did, she don't know about. She didn't know about. She probably will never, <laughs> ever know about. Right? So it's like, we have secrets, obviously. There's a part of my family, like, history that I don't really understand. That she's, like, standoffish about. So she has secrets. I have secrets. We just full of secrets. And neither one of us is willing to say anything about it so a lot goes unsaid mm -hmm. we don't talk about a lot like womanhood or becoming a woman or you know normal stuff normal conversations you would have with your mother especially like in your teenage years when you're becoming a woman you go through changes you deal with emotions attitudes cramps the whole night. Mm. So it was like I didn't really talk to her about stuff like that. And she didn't want to talk about stuff like that. So it just went unsaid. And it was like either I'm going to learn for myself or I'm just not going to know until I figure it out, I guess. And I don't know what I'm trying to figure out. So right. Yeah, so that was us in um, like my teenage years. Um, but then I guess growing up and moving out and having a baby, we were able to relate on another side because I was a mother and she was a mother. So it was like, I see why you were so protective of us. I mm -hmm. see why like you were so cautious. Like I see that now, like I didn't see that before. Mm -hmm. So it's like some things about my mother are becoming a little more um clear to me now mm -hmm. but it wasn't always like that and i don't think we'll ever get to a point where it's like i could talk about anything because it's, it's so much it's a lot yeah, and it's like that would take a long time or a lot of drinks or something else and my mother go do none of that. <laughs> so, none of that. Like, my mother is not the mother to drink around. She don't care if you're 55. If you don't drink in her house, 
you don't drink ever is how she thinks. And I'm sorry to disappoint her because, you know, every once in a while you might have a little drink. I'm about what? to say understatement like a bit. Occasionally. On occasion. I ain't saying no. In communion. So as often. <laughs> <laughs> the communion okay, comes. Okay. I think Marquise and I were turning 18, 16, 17. I don't know. We were turning Maybe. some age, but it was not a legal drinking age. Mm-hmm. So we went on a trip. With my mother, because my mother was like, if y'all go, I'm going to take y'all. I got I to gotta take y'all if y'all going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> and so we had this genius plan to go with my mother and drink alcohol. And my mother is not the mother to drink around. So she's going through a bag that she sees <laughs> in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And she pulls out these neon colored shot glasses. Mm-hmm. Am I telling this wrong? I think they were shot. They were like the plastic cups. They weren't glasses, though. Yes, the stackable little disposable mm-hmm. shot shot cups. size cups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she like, oh, looks at me like, Janice, what are these? And my stupid ass, I'm like, ooh, ooh, y'all. ooh. do I say? They for shots. She could be like, shots? Shots of what? <laughs> and then me just not going to have fun this whole weekend. Or do I be like, they for communion, ma. Tomorrow is Sunday. <laughs> We're going to take communion. <laughs> I picked B. I said, they're communion cups. Mm-hmm. And she looked like, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Hallelujah! It's raining. It's raining. Hallelujah! It's raining. Because she really thought they was communion cups, and I was just like, hmm. So I can I know how to like slip stuff past my mother now, <laughs> and that's bad. Mm-hmm. That's very bad. Uh, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Toxic. You get that together. Yep. We working. Okay. Great. Next question. Through how we just talked about um, our different relationships with our mothers, you can tell we love them. Either way. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. We yeah. love our mothers. And now we can talk about how they love us. Like, our mother's mm. love. Talk about it. Well, I think a mother's love is, and I, I say this wholeheartedly, okay? A mother's love is sacrificial. Mm-hmm. And I say that because it doesn't matter what she's doing, what she's going through, what she got in her bank account, where she's living, what she don't have, what she do have. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. Like, she will figure out how to love you mm-hmm. and how to love you hard, mm-hmm. real hard, with what she got, with what she can do, with what she know. With whatever she has. And it's sacrificial because no matter what she has going on, whatever she's dealing with. If you be like, I mean, I'm hungry, but like, I'm going to get something. I'm going to just go get something to eat tomorrow from McDonald's or something. She be like, 
Alex, maybe I'm going to see Howard, maybe Mark Hoffman, maybe you going to go over there spit at McDonald's and you going to get a little hamburger or something. What's that going to do for you? You need to eat. You need to eat. That's not like something your mother would probably have. Right? That's a mother <laughs> thing, though. But it's like, nah, like, I'm grown. Like, I'm. I eat. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Like, I do, I, but I it's like myself. she wants to know you eating and you eating good. Mm. She wants you to be fed. She wants you be full, have energy, like little stuff. And it's just like, why do you even think like the like? Is it? Did you have water today? Yes. Did you? Did you make sure you had water today? It's just like, why y'all like this? Why y'all take care of yourself? Before you try to take care of somebody else. Because that's a mother thing. Mm-hmm. I ain't never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. They don't. They take care of everybody else. Before they get to them. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And I think it's like motherhood reaches people that aren't your children. And I think that's like with good mothers, their impact stretches to people that's not their kids. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of times that my mother has asked me <laughs> about, did you make sure that Janice and Chelsea, did they tell you they was home? I'm just like, girl, they my friends. Yes, I made sure they were safe. But she like, did they get in the house safe? Did they? Mm, she asked about She do. She asked me all the Did time. I ever give y'all a Christmas present from my mother? Oh my God. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> It is May. She got your Christmas presents. I don't oh know if I gave them to you or not. From this year? This last past? year? Yeah, when it just passed. I don't think you gave me nothing from me, mm-hmm. She got y'all something. And she made how you tea, for- but I don't know if she gave them to y'all. How you forget? Do you know how still? No, because you know I'm going to tell her thank you. Because <clears throat> mate, six months later... Cause it's, it's she your fault. Know you don't have it. She her. know you don't have it. Tell her she know you don't have it. She know you don't have it. She know you don't have it. Back when my kids were saying, did your niece and Josie get home? Yeah, my friends. <laughs> Why do you feel like she sound like this? I always wanted to not sound like me. Oh. She's a whole new person. Okay, so I agree with what Marquise said because my mother is the same way and she'll be like, over there you were staying with and talking to I'm like ma that's, that's nobody no where they live at they live over east they live by us ma I don't know where they go ask them where they live at <laughs> I'm like ma I don't even know him like what you wanna go home you wanna ride home go ask him where he live at he need a ride <laughs> hey hey um what's your name <laughs> alright my mother said where you live at <laughs> I, I can't make this up. My mother said, where you live at? What? My mother said, where you live at? <laughs> like, east, west, what? Oh, over east. Where? <laughs> uh, by Cold Spring? Like, by the uh, the uh, church? By Morgan? Yeah, I live by Morgan, okay. All right. Ma, he live, ma, he live by Morgan. Tell him, come on. Bring his stuff. <laughs> You got a cross dick, sister. Like, my, we don't even know. I know this boy. <laughs> Come on, girl, get in the car. Sit up front. 
And we just riding home listening to gospel music. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, why do you like this? But it's because they care and they like. If that was my child, I would want somebody to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah. I wish it was some more that in these young mothers. But I'm yeah. done. I digress. A mother's love is really all those things. <clears throat> it's really self-sacrificing because, like they said, mothers will give everything and anything to their children. And earlier, um, when Janice talked about the perspective of how... Um, they ask these questions like, are you okay? Did you eat? You thirsty? They ask it not to be annoying and to nag, but because they care. Mm-hmm. And I never in life looked at it that way. I always looked at it like it's annoying. Even though she ain't never, she did ask me that. That would be messed up. She ain't never asked me if I was hungry. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'll try to stay for mine. But, um, <clears throat> Yeah, the fact that they ask questions like that, they just they care so much. Okay, go ahead. They care a lot. So, um, what would you say are some good qualities of mothers? You can just throw them out there. Kind. Kind. Accepting. Accepting. Loving. Loving. Open. Understanding. Understanding. Transparent. Transparent. In some sense, it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Or just Absolutely. being able to empathize well. Mm. And a good role model. Mm. But then that's what's a good role model to the individual. But I think all of those things are... Go ahead. Trustworthy. Okay. I think all of those things are um, qualities that any woman can have. Mm -hmm. So even though every woman is not a mother, every mother is a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have, they can, they have that potential to have those qualities. And it's like, even though every woman doesn't have a child, it's like those people, those women still have that ability to be those qualities. They can be trustworthy. They can be understanding. They can be caring and loving. And it's like we see these women throughout our lives. So I think that's why Mother's Day is so impactful is because it's not just mothers. It's like women. Mm-hmm. And when you go out, like people, even before I was a mother, people would be like, Happy Mother's Day. I'm just like... What? Twelve, actually. I don't even like boys, okay? <laughs> but they would tell me when I was younger, and I'm like, I don't have kids. What do you... But it's like, you have those qualities, and you'll eventually be a mother or get to mother someone in that sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you should be celebrated, too. Mm-hmm. Plus, you already might be a mama, but not, like... In a direct sense, like, you could be somebody role model, whether it's, like, some kid, yeah. You could be their mentor, and then, you know. Godmother. Mm-hmm. Auntie. 
Mm-hmm. Friend. Yep. Sister. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a direct mother daughter or mother son relationship to exactly. feel like I got a mother mm-hmm. that takes care of me. It can legit be your friend. Mm-hmm. Because I have a friend, right? We don't get back to the qualities, but I have a friend who does not have their mother in their life, so it's hard for them to, you know, get advice. It, they're the type of person that will call you often, and they're the type of person that, like, needs help, like, needs that support that a mother could give. But it's like, since they don't have that person in their life, it's like, now I gotta turn to my friend, my sister, my cousin, my grandmother. It's like, they need to pull from all those people to fill the void of not having a physical mother on earth. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad part about Mother's Day because it's like, not everybody has a pleasant day. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes it's like, a coronavirus Mother's Day for some people, or it's like, I don't even have a mother to celebrate with, and I feel like staying in the house, not getting out of bed, not showering, like, just laying here. So it's different for a lot of people, and Mm -hmm. I think not everybody has, like, the Mother's Day where you go to church or go to brunch or go to a garden and sit down. Like, some people's Mother's Day is depressing, and Mm -hmm. it feels like what we feel like we can't go outside, we having the worst time, we stuck in the house, we feel blah, like all this stuff going on, but that's like what their Mother's Day feels like. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we need to personally not tiptoe around the people who you know lost their mother, but just Mm -hmm. be aware Mm -hmm. because they might not, even if they are a mother, like they might not want a bazillion text messages saying, Happy Mother's Day, you're a great mother. Happy Mother's Day. Like, you think that's... No one wants that. I'm sorry. But it's like that reminder that I'm not celebrating with my mother. Like, I know I have a child. And it might not even be a child you can really do something with. It might be like an infant. So you're still basically caring for them that day. So it's just another day of being reminded that you're not with your mother. But yeah, that was my joke. Throw that in there before I forgot. And as you was talking, that reminded me of mothers that can't have babies. Or they have tried and then, you know, at the end it's like, you can't have children. That's also probably not the best day for them because they're seeing other people being celebrated for being a mother. And I've never been in that situation, so I really can't speak to it from experience. But, like, I would just say to those women, just because you can't have a baby doesn't make you any less of a mother than any other person. Because we were just talking about the qualities of what we think make a good mother. And you have, like, you are still a woman. You are still, you can still, you know, possess all those qualities. You can still be a mother to someone. Um... So just because someone possibly can't have a baby themselves does not mean that they are unworthy. It does not mean that they are less than. It doesn't mean that they failed. It doesn't mean any of those things. And I know me saying this can't make somebody feel those things because you have to go through your own process so that you can believe it for yourself. 
but at the end of the day you are still like the divine being that you are made to be at the end of the day regardless of if you are able to have children or not because it is it's a struggle being a mother even before being an official mother before you give birth like you have to go through like first of all getting your period and all the changes that goes along with that and being an emotional wreck in high school the worst possible time mm-hmm. and it's just like you're dealing with that and then after that when you do get pregnant if you get pregnant you're dealing with the changes your body goes like it's literally literally like literally constant changes um that goes along with being a mother and so it's rough like you deal with changing emotions changing motivation changing mood like you could be happy and having the best time of your life one moment at like 10 o'clock in the morning and then by lunchtime you don't want to get out of bed so you get back in bed with your child who does not want to go to sleep and deal with him acting the fool while you're just trying to lay and collect yourself to get back up and start over because something happened throughout the day and it's just like I just need a moment I need a break I need some quiet we going to lay down <clears throat> but it's like you don't you don't get that so it's it's a lot when you deal with that becoming your new life and mm-hmm. that becoming reality for you because you might not be the type of person that likes people touching them a lot and now you have this tiny human who is always touching <laughs> you with sticky fingers with wet hands with <clears throat> questionable things boogies <laughs> poop all of it like why are you touching why do you want to be held and you have Cheeto dust on your toes. Why is Cheeto dust on your toes, CJ? What's going on? What do you you want to talk about it? Like, he's always touching me, and it it drives me crazy. And I'm like, why am I like this? Like, that's my man. Like, that's my dog. That's my like. We're not friends. Like, no, we not we not friends. But that's my dog. Like, I love him. And it's like, why well, don't I want him touching me? But that's who I am. Like, I just don't like that as a person. And things like that makes you feel crazy. Like, why did I just yell at CJ for touching me? Like, stop touching me. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> you need to time out. Go lay down. Like, talking to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. and so he's like, let me just lay down. You don't feel like yourself. You feel crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that goes to, like, the whole struggle that mothers have with like finding your identity within like the new role of being a mother and then like if you're a wife what does that mean like finding out how motherhood plays a role like when you're a wife and like how are you a mother and like maybe you're dating and it's like trying to be sexy and finding whatever that is for you like if you felt like you lost your sexy when you had a baby Mm. like trying to find that back and find a balance between like you being a mother you being a woman you wanting to date like all of the things that you still want to do as an adult it's like finding how motherhood 
fits into like all of those multiple sides of your identity. I'm trying to make it match, and I know it's not easy to do. Mm. And I think it's certain things you don't realize your mother went through or your mother had to deal with until you become a mother. And so that's why when I talked about my mother, it's like, I see why you were like this. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know how you did it with two of us. Let me tell you. Props to you. Like, I understand when you didn't feel like going to work. I understand when you didn't feel like going to the store. I understand because I don't want to go to the store. And I have one. So I know you didn't want to go to the store with two crazy kids. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. I wouldn't want to either. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them for doing that. Because mm-hmm. like you said, they sacrifice a lot. Of their time, I don't know how they do it because if you just wanted some time to yourself, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen like the little stories on Instagram or like people telling stories about how they had to hide in the bathroom to hide from their kids because they just needed like five minutes, two Mm -hmm. minutes, three minutes to just be like by themselves, hiding in the bathroom sitting in the car when you get home a little bit longer before you go in the house like all of that stuff that people don't take into account like you still need you time mm-hmm. you still need space to be yourself yeah and I just hope like people don't try to hide behind the excuse of it being a pandemic that they didn't do anything for their mothers because I hate that excuse. Like, I don't care if you are broke, broke. Like, you can make her a call. You can make her something. You can make her some food. Right on you can napkin. give her a hug right on a napkin. napkin. With a heartfelt note. If you mm-hmm. in jail, you could do that. They mm-hmm. give you napkins. They really be putting that You might have to fight for the pen, but you could figure it out. Mm-hmm. They can her, make her some out of plastic bags. Call her collect. She know it's you. Mm-hmm. The only motherfucking call of her. Mm-hmm. Collect. Yeah. You could call her. You could do something to show her you care. Show her you love her. You appreciate her. Mm-hmm. Don't hide behind the excuse that I couldn't get you nothing because Amazon ship is slow. Your gift ain't good. But I got you, mom. And then mother she don't want to hear that shit. Do something for her. Yeah. Do something nice. Make sure you do something for your mother. Because life is short. It is. It's people your age who don't have their mother. Mm-hmm. And it's a pandemic, so people mothers dying. And I'm not trying to make it, like, super sassy. But, like, if you if you ever feel like you're like, hmm, I don't know, like, maybe I ain't really talked to her. Or, like, I don't really know what I want to do for Mother's Day. Or, like, you feeling lazy about Mother's Day. Think about the fact that, like, you could not have her at some point. It's and that's, coming. And that's real. Like, I feel like mothers get, like, immortalized. Like, you just think your mother is invincible if y'all have that type of relationship. Like, you just think it's going to go on forever. And it's like, oh, I'm going to call my mother and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, she about to call me today, ask me to do this. Just, like, the normal stuff. But, like, you never realize until you sit and think about it that at some point, in your adult life, that's not going to be there for you anymore. Like, your mother ain't going to be here. 
So, you know, you got to give her her flowers while she's here. You got to mm. thank her. You got to show her you love her mm-hmm. while she's here. So you don't, you know, later on in life be like, oh, I wish I did this. Oh, I wish I spent more time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish we talked more. And like, oh, I didn't have a lot of money. But like, I could have just went over to her house and had dinner with her. Mm. You know? So it's the little things. Just do what you can to show your love. Your mama for sure ain't always going to be here. That's right. And you ain't always going to be here. So mm-hmm. she might have to live without you one day. And that's going to tear her apart. I'm going to tell you now. Mm-hmm. Alright, so moving on to another topic because yes, um, pros and cons of being a mother. You get somebody. (laughs) Is this a pro or you guys? This is this is a pro. Okay. You got somebody that when you don't feel like getting up to go get some, you can go send them. You be like, Mm. come, come get this. That is a pro. I can't wait. Legit, go get the remote for me. Go upstairs. Go to the store Mm -hmm. with your money. Give me a bag of chips, <laughs> hot Cheetos, mm-hmm. Big Burst, <laughs> Starburst. Give me a candy bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take this fifty cent. That should be enough, right? <laughs> I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready. Y'all want something? Oh, they want something too. What you want, my kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, see, they give me some something. Don't give me some. I don't have enough hate. You better ask your friend. That is a pro. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another pro to being a mother is you get to have, for lack of a better term, use your imagination here, um, a little plant, so to say, right? But it happens to be like a human, mm-hmm. so you have to like take it everywhere with <laughs> you, like everywhere. That's mm-hmm. a con, by the way. You have to take it everywhere with you even to the bathroom even outside to the public nasty bathroom because they cannot be trusted alone ever keep still yeah you try to sit on the toilet and he running around in this big bathroom that is abnormal why is it so big i don't need all this space anyway just keep them ghetto bathrooms. Like, what? It don't make sense. So, your pro. My pro. <clears throat> I digress. <laughs> oh, the plant. So, you get this plant that was gifted to you so nicely from this fine gentleman. And you are now responsible for caring for this plant. And so, you have to water it. You have to feed it, mm-hmm. bathe it, I guess, not water it, mm-hmm. care for it, buy it things, mm-hmm. keep it decent looking. Mm-hmm. But you have to take it everywhere with you, and no matter what, you gotta just hang in there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Keep it alive, because if it dies, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you like have to keep it alive. 
If you don't do nothing, keep it alive. That's alive. the main goal. Everybody can think what they want to think mm-hmm. about how you kept it alive. My child alive. Look, it's living. It got what it needs. Mm-hmm. It's doing all right. Mm-hmm. I did my job. And that's what it's living. That's really what it's like. Like, you, people judge, like, bad mothers. People judge crazy mothers, but it's like you aren't in the situation that you're in. You didn't have a mental illness. You didn't have. You weren't on welfare. You had everything paid for by this random man who happened to be rich. Like it's so many different mothers out there. It's like you can't judge another mother. Mm -hmm. Even your own mother. Like my mother can't judge me on how. Our mother, I can't judge her on how she mothered. So you have to accept that and be like, it is what, look, I'm alive. You did something like, okay, mm-hmm. like, I don't agree with everything, but. I might be messed up emotionally. Look, listen. But, but I had I'm food. alive. I ate good, I ate. okay? I ate. Yeah. You did your part. I'm alive. And it's like, you can't judge me and be like, I would choose differently. What you did with your life. Mm. You can't do that because you wasn't in my situation. But she a mother, so it don't mean she not gonna have nothing to say mm. about it. But like, mm-hmm. but she's human. They they mothers, they human. They make mistakes, big mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. I was just about to say, I think that's a pro about like motherhood. Because as long as you understand, like, the basics of, like, safety for your child, blah, 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 like, all of the stuff that, like, is key to, like, feeding your child, bathing them, make sure they sleep good, make sure they safe, make sure they have housing, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. If you put all of that stuff aside, like, you can, you're introducing this new person to this world that don't know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a weakness, it's a pro and a con, because sometimes people teach their kids terrible things. Mm. Terrible things, people. You know who you are. However, <laughs> when you use this for good, you can teach your kid like how anything. to do anything. How to anything you could imagine, you could teach a kid. You shape their entire reality. Literally. And it's amazing, and it could be really beneficial if you do it the right way. Whatever the right way looks like for you, it's like it's so individualized. You just try to make this person whoever you try to work them to be with you. A lot of power to have. And I think it's crazy because the successful people who used to suffer or used to see their mother suffer, it's like they became successful because they knew a hustle, they knew how to work, they knew how to save money, they knew how to invest their money or use their money towards, you know, the best things or get the best bang for their buck Mm -hmm. but um um i just think that's interesting because it's like that's what they saw that was their role model Mm -hmm. and even if she was on welfare and she had to work two jobs and but that was her hustle and that's what he or she needed to be they needed that role model to be who they were going to be it's like it all happened for a reason like your mother Mm -hmm. is your mother for a reason like whatever you need to learn is probably from your mother. Like, you probably learning it from your mm-hmm. mother. Like, the personality and character traits that you carry, they be in your mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and your father. I'm not leaving the father's house, so don't come for me. Y'all got something on episode. We coming. Relax. Wait on it. We love y'all too. We just not talking about y'all. We too. love y'all. We love the men. Don't stress. <laughs> okay. In case there was ever a question, we love the men, the bearded men, the chocolate men, the non-chocolate men, the non-chocolate men, but the chocolate men <laughs> with the beard, with the beard, with the money, big fat. With the 401k. Ooh. Ooh. House insurance plan. Ooh. Retirement savings. Well. You don't got to have investments. That's okay, but you need to have a plan. Ooh. Waves on swim, so they hate on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or curves on sleek, either one. Mm. <laughs> it don't matter to me. But they invisible, so. They don't exist. Don't date these niggas. Kelly 43. Mm. Like, are you like Quote. that? Quotes. Quotes like that. Poetry, a poet. The Any pros and cons. and cons. Well, a con is definitely like what we mentioned before, like all of the sacrifices that you have to make. But on the flip side, the pro of that is like hopefully you get to see it pay off. Like hopefully you get to see what you created. Not to sound cocky, like I made that. Like but you did. That's though. me. Yeah. You did that, and you kept it alive. Listen. Jesus Christ, this is awesome. That Good is one. a, mm-hmm. that is a, um, a pro though, like you feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like this is like your greatest accomplishment. Yeah, you made a person that turned into this somebody. Mm-hmm. He turned three, y'all. Listen. Never would have made it. No, but for real, like you kept my love. You. Not just me, mm-hmm. me and my village, mm-hmm. because it takes a village. Because we kept them alive. The three OGs. You did. I had to throw them over here to this person. I had to throw them over there to that person over there. But we, three years. Three years of that. Three years of that. Y'all, we gonna be 20 we years in this. We Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
Jessica Davis. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Simmons. Go ahead, that's my that's baby. My baby. Yes. I burnt him. Yes, he did, did that shit on himself. He did. <laughs> I did that. I remember when you pooped in the bathtub. He used to fall everywhere. Look at his big ass. <laughs> I can't wait. Ooh. Because it's like your kid, like. They made it, and even if it's not your child directly, like mm-hmm. the people that play a role or like are mentors or you know have some type of relationship built with you, they have a sense of pride. Like I was here when oh my gosh, I was here when you took your first steps. Like I remember when you took your first steps, mm-hmm. or you you know you learned your first word when you first learned your name, and now you like have grown to be this amazing individual. It's like, wow, you really did that. Mm-hmm. You did that. You really did. We, we getting there. I'm already done. I'm already done, girl. This is ghetto. When you when you have three kids and you ain't even had no kids, mm. it's just like, listen. So, um, each mother has a unique experience and how she deals with becoming a mother mm-hmm. and getting back to normal life after becoming a mother like we all handle it differently and I think maybe because I'm a mother like you know I feel like that because like I mean I didn't I didn't see it until it was already here <laughs> so so it was kind of just like abrupt not planned you know so I was kind of thrown into it and it was just like all right so this what we doing we doing it i remember looking at cj like the day i took him home and it was just us in the room and i was like this is weird <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> i'm janice and she can call me mom <laughs> mommy <laughs> mama <laughs> whatever you ma. ma i was like don't call me ma mm. i'm not going to answer you just ma <laughs> Beyonce, whatever, like whatever fits. Will, Gina, like you decide when you come. Okay. So I'm looking at him. I'm just like, so we really doing this? And he, I was gonna say a newborn. His eyes not even open. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, all right, agreement. We doing this. Mm-hmm. And then I was just thinking about that day, that time, that moment, the other day. I was just like, fast forward three years and. So motherhood is different for everybody. Um, I think that even though you may not have the perfect mother, nobody has the perfect mother because there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. But we can all appreciate 
three mothers, your mother, the mother in your life, and then one more. So what do they do? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that motherhood is different for everybody. And so I think a major takeaway from our conversation Basically, I think that if you're a mother or you're a mother figure to somebody, you don't have to be perfect. You just got to try your best. Mm -hmm. Because you figuring this out right along with them. And so, um, just try to do your best. And for all the kids... Or, like, the people that have mothers or mother figures in their lives, just try to do something nice to show the person that has been there to support you, like, some type of love. Even if it's a grandmother and not your mother or it's an aunt or a teacher or a friend of the family, like, somebody that has supported you in ways that you didn't know, like, were missing. You know, like, if you didn't know you was missing that support. If somebody filled that in for you, show them love. It don't have to be big. It could be a card. It could be a heartfelt text message. Mm-hmm. It could be a hey. Yeah. I thought about you today because I know you're not my mom, but you know, you made a major impact in my life, and so I appreciate you for all that you do. And just a life hack from Juno. <laughs> Life hack from Juno. Um, if you ever wonder what to get someone for a birthday, a holiday, or anything, Juno's idea is to think about what you would get your significant other. And give it to that person. Because it's not like they wouldn't like it. Like, who's not going to like a spa treatment? Who's not going to like dinner? Who's not going to like to spend some quality time together? Some nice things. Get a little a little fancy gift or a luxurious bracelet or something. You know? Mm-hmm. Think about what you would do for your significant other or what you do for your significant other. And do that for that person. Because they're going to like it. This has been Life Hack with Juno. Life Hack, Life Hack, Life Hack, Life Hack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to close this out here. It's good to note the differences in the different mothering styles because, like it's been said multiple times already. different experiences obviously shape the person and that will ultimately shape how you choose to raise your offspring and a good rule of thumb like it's just been said you keep it alive you build something all right mm-hmm. some of these you know we're going to be super traumatized by a lot of things but at the end of the day can still breathe and they can still get the help they need to look crazy as hell. Mm. And yeah, that's my life hack. Thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm.
But they won't, they won't be kids. They won't find their mother. The messed up kids, like if you're a messed up kid, first of all, know you're messed up kid and get the help you need. Like be a grown-up. Figure out what your issues are. Hit them first. And there's a lot of women in your life whose slaves that work for you. Your therapist, your counselor, they don't need to be the boyfriend. Don't go looking for a boyfriend. I ain't your mother. Because you're sick of it. I don't got no kids. If she don't say, I like the man, <laughs> we not here to raise y'all. Yeah. I wish I never had kids. And if I don't got kids, you coming into my life trying to be a kid? Ooh, that has struck a nerve. That struck a nerve. That struck a mother-loving nerve. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to the CMG Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CMG Podcast. And join the conversation to connect minds and generations.